Welcome back to the Data Blitz Podcast, everybody. I'm Noel. And I'm Brendan. Uh, we're here for a Super Bowl recap. That's kind of all we got going on today. We did. We are recording much later, about 24 hours later than we would have. But uh, that's because there was a Super Bowl to be watched and played, and that went super late. And now we're here to recap it all. Um, so, about them Chiefs. Yeah, I mean... They're a dynasty now, officially. Yeah, uh, huge so. for the Mahomes legacy. Definitely, he's right on pace with Brady, um, and that was such a close game. I think that was the game where he was like helped out the most by his defense, in my opinion. Um, which kind of we predicted, and I said if they keep him under twenty-one points, they win the game. They kept him at twenty-two or below. So I was pretty close with that prediction. Um, so we barely got the under in this game. That was a push in some books. And then on other books, it, it seems like it went and hit. Uh, but yeah, huge plays from Patrick Mahomes' defense. Legarius Sneed did have a couple potential taunting calls, or not taunting, like unnecessary roughness, and just was kind of slapping people all over the place. Not great when you're in the Super Bowl. Maybe he'll figure that out next year. Uh, but I think that's a discussion that we can start when we break down the Chiefs a little bit more. But, you know, great for them. They got it done. They had the team that was not the best in the regular season and pushed through the playoffs. Yeah, uh, they won the Super Bowl. Uh, but I still think that they don't have the best roster, I guess, technically on paper still. Um, but it's basically goes back to what we were talking about, which is just that one side of the ball has Mahomes and the other side doesn't. And this game was just too close that Mahomes was going to sneak in eventually. I mean, hell of a game winning drive. He did it all. Yeah. And the chiefs don't need the best roster in the league because they have Mahomes. 49ers probably had the most well-rounded roster in the league, but they had Brock Purdy. We did play a pretty good game, limited his mistakes. Honestly, more mistakes were made by Christian McCaffrey than Brock Purdy this game. Um, but at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes versus Brock Purdy, always going to get it done, uh, especially when you go into an overtime situation. Yeah, as soon as they got that fourth and one, uh, I mean, I pretty much was like, all right, well, they're about to go win this game. Yep, I basically started brushing my teeth at that point. <laughs> time for bed um yeah i mean i, I don't th- i think the 49ers pretty much outplayed the chiefs in every aspect of this game except for their two dumbass mistakes which were the mccaffrey fumble i mean he's a vet he knows he shouldn't just be carrying it loosey-goosey <laughs> up the uh Especially outside that early just, i feel like it, it yeah. could have been worse yeah and then you have a guy who just gets hit by a punt and then you force Ray Ray McLeod to try to pick it up. Um, that, that just sucked. It was like, Oh, come on. Like they, they played so solid through that first half. It was like, all right, this team came to play. Um, and I really thought that if they could just, you know, get one touchdown, one extra touchdown in that first half, I think they could have put the game away in the second half pretty easily. Yeah. In the second half though, their offense was awful um 
they went like three and out over and over and over and over and over again. Eventually, they kind of picked it up in the fourth quarter, and but you know, they they didn't do anything. They scored zero points to the Chiefs ten, um, and that third quarter killed them. Yeah, there's no denying that the Chiefs' defense was fucking amazing in this game and all season. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs just in general did struggle with it early on. Um, But, or not, you know, they struggled with the 49ers defense early on. They weren't able to get a lot going. But eventually, and you totally saw, like, during those two-minute drills that they had to run, they were just moving the ball. And it was, like, ridiculous. Um, I honestly can't tell you why they struggled early on and then figured it out in the second half. It looks like Andy Reid made the better adjustments than, you know, the 49ers defense, but really impressive stuff out of them. It almost felt like the 49ers felt like they had to create chaos and get turnovers any way they could. Um, cause they just started blitzing a ton in the second half and, it kind of just opened the door for Mahomes to get some of these wide receivers who are not going to be able to beat a zone or beat two man coverage um, and allowed them to get one-on-one and, you know, win half the time. So Nicole yeah. Hardman kind of came out of the woodworks in this game and won them the football game. Um, even though Mahomes pretty much did that. Um, but yeah, Andy Reed definitely made some brilliant coaching adjustments to allow them to get back into this one. Yeah, I think that's a good analysis on the 49ers defense kind of trying to create chaos. And to be honest, I thought the Chiefs were going to be the team that was going to do that. Um, They're a team that, you know, their defense was, I feel like, more turnover heavy and caused a lot of turnovers. Um, They didn't really, I mean, they they got the, if you want to count special teams, they got the fumble on the uh, punt which was kind of ridiculous, but then they got the Christian McCaffrey fumble and that's just bound to happen eventually. And the 49ers recovered, but then they just played great defense all throughout the second half. Yeah. And the 49ers defense was either blitz or they were playing super soft zone in the second half. Um, Once Mahomes threw that interception, it was like, all right, this game's either going to be over in the next five minutes or they're just going to leave the door wide open for Mahomes to come right back into this. And they did. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with what we saw from Christian McCaffrey. He got very limited on the ground, uh, 22 for 80, averaging 3.6, and he had that fumble. But then he was the leading receiver. Um, We talked about that bet to have all those guys over 50 yards. It was Brandon Ayuk, Debo, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, and... Some other guy, I think it was like Rasheed Rice and Kelsey. Yeah. Um, Christian McCaffrey's the only guy that cleared that, which is ridiculous. Mm. He 80 yards through the air and a touchdown. Um, really incredible. And I was kind of trolling right in the third quarter there. I was I was spam voting uh, Juwan Jennings for Super Bowl MVP. So, that, so that <laughs> if the 49ers ended up winning. Because he had the passing touchdown and the receiving touchdown. I was like, there is a legitimate chance right now. Um, I think it would have gotten a Christian McCaffrey had they won. Probably. You know, leaving, leading the team and receiving and rushing is pretty ridiculous. But 
you know, on the other side, we saw Patrick Mahomes was the leading rusher for the Chiefs, not something that I had expected. He had some crazy runs um, in the fourth quarter and in overtime. And that was stuff that you can tell they always have that in their back pocket and just never break it out because they don't want him to get injured. So cool to see them finally do it. Yeah, last game of the season. Just got to let your balls hang out, you know? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you ended up with 300 um, yards. Damn. Yeah, so my question for you here is what went wrong for the 49ers? Like, obviously, they didn't score enough points. That's what we all know. Um, you know, 19 points isn't going to get it done in the Super Bowl most of no. the time. Um, so, what went wrong? I mean, Brock Purdy had a solid game. It wasn't, he didn't have a bad game. He didn't have a great game. Um, but, like, was something he did like wh- why did they lose i think you kind of hit it on the head earlier um they kind of panicked and their defense sped it up a lot especially i mean it wasn't really their fault that it got sped up because it was you know two minute offense no huddle they couldn't really make substitutions and stuff like that and really get a grip but they were blitzing they were losing men in coverage and when it really came down to it that defense kind of just fell apart with Swiss cheese. Uh, Offensively, I think they did about as good as they could have done. Um, You know, special teams, I think, really cost them in this game. That muff, is it, what is it, a muff? It just just hit somebody. Like, I don't know what to call that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. I think technically the blame is on McLeod there. I don't think so at all. I technically, like with stats <laughs> okay uh, then we'll call it a muff for now um uh, until they come up with a better term for it, it oh no just... it says it says daryl looter okay yeah just hit him in the back of the leg so dumb i think that was just like a play of fate and really cost them i think without that there was like an 80 90 chance they won super bowl um yeah i think i think that muff and the jake moody kick um mm. what was that 27 yard field goal attempt or something like that and he decided that a good idea would be to have a trajectory about seven feet off the ground yeah and then, like those guys didn't jump to swat that no and I, I think it was like the hole that caused that to happen i don't think it was necessarily him but, sure yeah that cost him. It was just a bunch of little mistakes. It was kind of a death by a thousand cuts for them. Um, but if you really want to look at something to blame, I think the special teams play and the defense getting into this rushed state. Uh, but I was really impressed with the defense. I thought Nick Bosa specifically played incredibly at you know playing the contain on Patrick Mahomes. Um, and that's something that Except a lot of teams the Except for the fourth and one. But, you know, like all game, you could see him kind of playing there and, and waiting and waiting and waiting. Patrick Mahomes tries to come around and then they keep him to like a one yard gain or whatever. Eventually, they just kind of stop doing it. Yeah. So. The defense was amazing. I mean, that, that San Francisco defense is just so fast and they have so many guys that are absolute stunts. Like Fred Warner was flying around this 
uh, football field. I had him, mm-hmm. I think the over-under for his solo tackles was five and a half. I hammered the over on that. He ended up with nine solo tackles and 13 total. Like, He's ridiculous, man. <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, they just have so many guys on the defense. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Chase Young also showed up. A little bit. Yeah, he only had... A little bit, one. yeah. He had a, he had a sack, so like, that's huge. Um, but, uh, so, is there anything else with the 49ers here like that you think they could have just done better? Because it seems like they could have gotten Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle more involved. Kittle didn't do anything. Kittle did not do anything. Uh, Debo was out for a little bit with that hamstring. Ayuk, mm-hmm. Ayuk didn't do too much either. I think they, they really struggled. I think they got some... I don't know that Ayuk uh, off or was it Ayuk false start really cost them. There were a couple things that just I don't know. As I said, death by a thousand cuts. They weren't able to keep a consistent offense going besides Christian McCaffrey, which was fine. It worked for the most part. They kept up with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Like, isn't that all that really matters? Your defense is able to keep them up, and you got them to overtime. And if you didn't fumble it on the punt. If you didn't miss the uh, extra point, you were in a spot where you won that game. Probably, like Patrick Mahomes would yeah, have had to probably, come down to score a touchdown. Yeah, you probably so, would have won that game like twenty to sixteen or something random like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I would say that one thing that I took away from this game, you know, like hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, the Chiefs obviously did not have the same offense that they've had the last five years, right? Mahomes was absolutely electric for those first five years. His contract kicks in and, you know, they can't spend the same kind of money on other guys. Um, and I honestly found it really funny when Tyreek Hill was like, I feel like the little brother or whatever the hell he said. Um, cause he's missing two Super Bowls in a row. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical, but, um, Back to my point, it seems like with how they game planned, it feels like with how the Chiefs' def- or offense has been this year, that they really should have tried to really like take some shots and you know get get a lead and force Mahomes to throw the ball and take away the run, um, because they did take away the run, but they sacrificed you know Kelsey getting open every single play in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. If you get a lead on Patrick Mahomes and force him to throw the ball, I think he still ends up in a situation where he might be able to pick you apart, but also sure, he is sensitive to the pass rush and that's, you know, every quarterback is, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like obvious. Um, and he might be able to not beat that every time. Like that's what we saw when they played against the Buccaneers. Um, he really struggled just trying to, you know, with time trying to make plays down the field when you don't have enough time is really possible. So I think you're right. If you're able to get up and strictly focus on defending the passing game, but there's, there's also that element of Patrick Mahomes being able to run and in a big game like this, he's willing to make that risk. Uh, a lot of the time, if you're having that pass rush, you're going to come down in the middle and you can kind of circle out outside and get a big gain. Um, so 
he is kind of undefendable in a few ways. Uh, that would be the best way to do it. Yeah, and I think the one team that we really see Mahomes always struggle against is the Broncos. And the type of defense that they play against them is like, you know, good defensive line and then just awesome secondary, which is Mm -hmm. the exact prototype of like the 49ers defense plus like Fred Warner and Greenlaw. (laughs) Like, it's crazy. Greenlaw Um, for a bit though. Yeah. Unfortunately, he got eaten up by a turf monster or yeah, I guess was, the sod monster. <laughs> was that Achilles? Was he, did he tear his Achilles? Yeah. Sucks. Dude, that's so fucked. He, his career like could be in jeopardy at this point because he, that's awful. Yeah. So, um, did you think this was a good football game? I thought this was a great football game. I thought this was an amazing football game. Thank you for asking. Yeah, because <laughs> I've heard from a lot of people that they're like, oh, that was a really boring game. I'm like, no, that was an absolute chess match. Yeah, that was all time. Uh, that was one of the best Super Bowls brilliant coaching. The only, and then, you know, I and wish then, that the go. Chiefs won without the, the turnovers. You know, like... Maybe okay. if they kept it to it's like the, the special teams turnover is ridiculous. Uh, that was yeah. just fate and luck. Everything else, perfect. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say Tom Brady didn't have any luck, um, but it does suck that it seems like that was probably the reason that they ended up losing. Mm-hmm. It was. And there's Tom Brady's had a few of those, right? Yeah. And. You know, we talked about it last time. Um, Mahomes is going to lose in the Super Bowl again at some point. He will. You know, next year, he'll probably he'll probably win another one. Who knows? Maybe before he loses another one, but um, he will lose one eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought that it was brilliant coaching until obviously the coin toss, um, which yeah, is a you... whole another topic of conversation. Yeah, for an overtime coin toss in the playoffs to allegedly like not know the rules is what some of the 49ers players had talked about, I guess. They so they didn't it's a know bunch of bullshit. the rules. <laughs> but to to voluntarily receive that knowing that you're going to have less downs when it really comes down to it because you don't know what yeah. you need is yeah. just a massive mistake on the 49ers part and it really played out. I think it's pretty funny and it really is like fate that the Chiefs did win because of that rule. Um, you know, I think they still would have won, so it doesn't really matter, even if that rule didn't exist. But yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it, it was probably the one thing that Tony Romo really hit on the head in this game because he pretty much missed on everything else um, was that the Chiefs had four downs their entire drive yeah they didn't they didn't have to get a first down on third down and the 49ers did and for them to not like understand the strategy like there has to be some sort of communication that's going on there because otherwise that's just a massive failure yeah 
that that is and whoever's responsible for that could be like on the hot seat at this point if it's shannon you really cost them a super bowl with that decision uh there are a few things that were suspect so all right i have a question to ask you do we see i have two questions two-parter is brock purdy back as the starter next year yes okay do the 49ers get back here next year Who knows, right? Like, we saw what happened now, with the Eagles. Now they don't have Greenlaw anymore, pretty much. So you got to consider that yeah. right away. Uh, and they have they have who is a free agent? They have Chase Young's a free agent. Um, I think Greenlaw might be a free. No, he's not. There's someone else on the defense. I think it's one of their safeties. Up. I was looking at the list earlier. Um, but yeah, Brock Purdy's definitely back as quarterback next year. I mean, he played at an MVP level this year. And yeah, he's got to be, but seed. like they've got they got the one seed. They made it to the Super Bowl. He threw for uh, 250 yards and a touchdown. I mean, sure, if you're going to win a Super Bowl, you probably need to throw an extra touchdown in there. But at the end of the day, it's his first Super Bowl, I guess, and you're playing Mahomes. I guess you got to just say, hey, like. Run it back. Yeah, even Mahomes didn't have a second Super Bowl until the game winning. So, I don't know. Yeah. It, it was just the type of game where it was, you know, low scoring. And that's going to happen sometimes. And, and you got to come out and win those. He played pretty well. Um, you know, Purdy's gotten really good at limiting his mistakes. I could totally see him having a huge Super Bowl hangover next year. Uh, you know, and coming out and not being the same player to be honest but i'm a party hater <laughs> let's be real i've been hating him all playoffs uh just decided that that's what i want to do and you know some of the guys that are were involved in the passing game did not get used to their fullest potential did he rely on christian mccaffrey too much this is a question that you got to ask um it's not a bad guy to rely on no, it's not, but <laughs> could you bring somebody else in like Kirk Cousins theoretically? Like, no, you can't afford it, but if you could, wouldn't you? No. I think you gotta roll with your young gun. Like you're not gonna blow it up and just put a new quarterback out there. I don't think that's smart. I think What about Tom Brady? You know, that, you know if they put <laughs> that'd be sick. But um if you put Kirk Cousins out there, like what does that what does that change for you? I don't I don't think you're really getting that much of an upgrade at quarterback. I think Kirk Cousins is way better than Purdy. So you think Kirk Cousins would probably throw for like almost five thousand yards? Yeah. He's crazy, dude. Okay. He, he was on pace for a, a whole bunch this year. He might not be the same guy that he is now or was because of his uh, Achilles injury. Let's be honest, but Kirk Cousins last year throws for 6,000 yards on these 49ers. <laughs> you can't prove me wrong. So um, This is true. It's a hypothetical. Yeah, the, the safety that you were talking about is Tayshawn Gibson. He is a free agent. Mm. Yeah, so they, they got some guys to sign. I'm pretty sure it's time, time to pay Ayuk, right? I think so. Yeah, I think he, he was the same draft class as T. Higgins. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so you got to pay Ayuk. Um, I think you probably, if you're going to hang on to Purdy, it's time to pay him too because his contract is so low, and I think it would probably be the ideal time to pay him because I I think, I mean, you probably would have to give him 50 a year, but I think you, <laughs> I but I think you could potentially, you know, open a negotiation, um, lowballing him. Um, one of the players that I we're gonna get into when we start kind of going over the salary caps and stuff, um, that kind of completely fucked up the free agent market is Daniel Jones because he's getting paid like what forty two a year. So it's for Brock awful. Purdy to. N- yeah, and for Brock Purdy to not make forty two a year, that doesn't make sense if he's getting paid forty two. So it, it puts the Niners in a very interesting situation now. Yeah. I I do think there's also the argument to be made where it's like with the Eagles, do you really want to do it right now? Or do you want to wait like maybe one more year to make sure that there's no, you know, massive Super Bowl hangover, that he does keep up the consistency? Just because he's been here once doesn't mean he's, you know, guaranteed to get there every year. Yeah. It's tough to say. I mean, a lot of this is just predicting who's going to be good for a long time, who's not. And I was thinking about this with Russell Wilson. It's like, oh, this guy was great one year, and then all of a sudden it seems like he fell off a cliff. Um, he had a little bit of a better year this year, but it does seem like, you know, not not all these guys are going to last until they're 38 39 even in tom brady's case like 45 but um some of these guys are gonna shit the bed when they turn 31 32 yeah 100 that's something that you you don't have to be concerned about if you're the 49ers and some of these guys are getting up there not you know yeah all of them but a couple of them and there's a question about christian mccaffrey yeah near the age cliff is he getting too much usage? I don't think so. How many touches does he have this year? It's a good question. But... He had 272 touches. It's usually when players get up over that 300 mark, they are not in a good spot. He had, he had 272 through the regular season. Oh, that was rushing attempts. Plus 67 receiving Regular season, <laughs> plus another fifty nine rushing attempts in the postseason, um, plus another nineteen receiving. So that's like four hundred touches. I don't think there's a running back in the NFL who is more physically prepared for that workload, though. I I agree, but there could be maybe some early season uh, struggles for him. Maybe they work in Elijah Mitchell as they get him you know, fully back or maybe only one more year of Christian McCaffrey like this. I think it would probably be smart to make sure that McCaffrey is fresh by the end of the season, um, or at least close to it. I think that's important because we clearly saw in this game how important he is to their success. So you definitely have to invest in something for him, whether that's, you know, giving Elijah Mitchell more touches, whether it's bringing in another change of pace guy or whatever it is. Um, Yeah, McCaffrey is the best running back in the NFL. Easily, easily the most physically prepared. 
Mm. And honestly, by the time his career is done, he'll probably be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah, no question about that. He was a fumble away from a Super Bowl MVP last night. That could have helped. Not his fumble. I'm talking about the... I don't think his fumble really yeah. actually had that much impact at all. Sure. But you know who is a first ballot Hall of Famer now? Who? Mahomes. I think that's Shocking. a lock. Shocking. Yeah. Wow, it's a lock really? Now. Well, it's so a you're going to be now. like Brock like, Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like if Mahomes, you know, jumped off a cliff, like he'd probably be voted in first ballot still. <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> That's what you're going to go with. All right. Yeah. I mean, what else is there to it? Um, yeah. There's some questions surrounding the Niners for next year, for sure. But I think they'll be right back there. I think the Lions will be right back there because they have a little bit of cash to spend. Um, they got to pay golf though, which will be interesting. Um the Eagles should hypothetically be right back there. We know how challenging the AFC is on the Chiefs side. Um, Packers. Packers are coming up, but we'll see. Um, Cowboys are always in the conversation, but can't ever get it done. So the door is wide open for any team, really. But it seems like the Niners do have that kind of stronghold on the NFC because they just seem to dominate it every year yeah they do but all right i think i'm good to call it here if you are there's a lot of super bowl talk yeah i mean it was a it was a fun game man there's a lot to talk about yeah very and, we, and we held off talking about any commercials this whole time so you're welcome for that <laughs> or or uh, any taylor swift oh my god don't even mention it <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll break down the Niners and Chiefs situations in those later divisional breakdowns that we will have. Um, sounds like, did we pick a day for those? Monday. Um, I think we picked. I think Monday. we're going to do the Monday. Yeah. I think yeah. We're do so we'll Monday. we'll start doing those on Mondays, uh, pretty shortly here. And you know, if you want to check those out, don't forget to you know like subscribe, and then we have whole bunch of other stuff for starting newsletter soon uh tiktok instagram twitter uh all data blitz underscore xyz and then if you're on the youtube uh well i already said like and subscribe so if you're listening anywhere else uh please rate five stars and ring the bell ring the bell it's youtube (laughs) um and follow wherever you listen to your podcast that'd be really helpful so appreciate you guys for listening thank you